and welcome to Music for Life Radio, where we practice healing mind, body, and spirit. I am Judith Pinkerton, a licensed music therapist, as well as a mother, wife, daughter, sister, friend, and founder of Music for Life. Music for Life, music is at the core of all that we do, connecting you to the life of your spirit through the life of your senses. With a favorite composer, Ludwig von Beethoven's quote, Music is the mediator between the life of the senses and the life of the spirit. So how do we practice healing mind, body, and spirit? We plug you into yourself differently with music at the core, discovering that when you listen or play music, you find out how the music is really playing you. We support you harnessing the power of music to create a healthy lifestyle, connecting you to the life of your spirit through the life of your senses. I am so delighted you have joined me as we explore together this month's theme of gratitude honoring Thanksgiving. It's coming up. Our guest today is Sunny Tice, a licensed clinical social worker. She grew up in Southern California where her love of music came very early. At the age of five, she would stand on street corners and sing to people as they passed by. Can you just imagine that? And in her 20s, she became a professional singer and eventually formed a show group with her husband, a very talented musician. And then in 1972, she and her family moved to Las Vegas and enjoyed a happy and exciting lifestyle. But then... In 1983, a major mental health challenge caused Sunny's life to take a completely different direction. A therapeutic journey of personal healing, introspection, and self-discovery became very enlightening. Some of her deepest healing experiences included the power of music therapy. It was transformational, and she states, I'm forever grateful. That was 1997, a year of many blessings, and then Sunny graduated from college and began a career in social work, specializing in mental health. Now, it's 18 years later, and she still loves her work as a psychotherapist. Every day is filled with gratitude, she says, because she can continue helping to make a difference in the lives of those that she serves. Welcome to their Music for Life radio show, Sunny. Thank you, Judith. It's good to be here. I'm excited. You know, <laughs> I'm so glad you were able to schedule this time. We are so grateful for each other. I am remembering a piece, uh, a song that you introduced me to, skipping over to music medicine real quick, called mm-hmm. Love's Lullaby by Kathy Zavada. And for our listeners, you're able to go to the link here on this website at Music for Life blog and check the link out to Love's Lullaby with Kathy Savada. It's, it's a very interesting piece. And thinking of gratitude, that if you have love in your life, this piece of music is going to be very soothing and comforting. And I've used it so many times with clients um, over the years. And then again, it can also be an indicator that if you respond with sadness, that it could be due to having a loss 
of love in your life. And then again, for those that might be struggling with connecting to their inner spirit, absolutely create that connection where you feel whole again because of that connection to your spirit. So there's, <laughs> I highly recommend this song. It's, um, there was one special time, Sunny, that I used it with uh, a client who was birthing her baby. Oh. And it was a, a traumatic situation where we were not sure with the birth of the baby whether a social worker was going to come in and take the baby once the baby was born because this was a teenager uh-huh. uh, with no family support or whether she was going to be able to keep the baby um, because she was right at that tender age of becoming an adult. And we had also, she had picked this song, Love's Lullaby, for her uh, baby. When the baby appeared, that was the Mm -hmm. song that I was supposed to push play on to welcome the baby into the world. And I had forgotten that there was a staff uh, person who had requested a customized music medicine CD. And on that CD, um, Love's Lullaby was placed to help her heal from an abortion that she had. Mm -hmm. And so during the labor and delivery of this baby, this staff person was holding the video camera, documenting the birthing process. Unbeknownst to her, we were planning to play this piece, and I had completely forgotten because it had been some time that that piece of music had been on her music medicine CD. Mm-hmm. So when I pushed play on the CD, um, she almost dropped the camera uh, because it was pretty cathartic for her to be filming the entrance of a newborn into this world, which really dramatically helped her heal from her traumatic situation with an abortion. Wow. That It's amazing what music can touch in us, that is for sure. And uh, that was a, a, a triggering experience for her. Oh, yeah. In a, in a very... <laughs> It, 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 in a very positive way, even though yes. it might not feel like that in the moment, but later when you reflect back. Yeah. Yeah, it was... I I don't think I would have ever ap- absolutely planned that. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I would have made sure everybody was on board with it and I was okay with it and all of that. Mm-hmm. People were surprising mm-hmm. somebody with that, but it was really... An oversight but that really who, kind of who knew? surprised. Right. <laughs> who knew? Yeah. Well, I I should have remembered, but I didn't because it had been a while, and you know I didn't check in with her and let her know that what we were doing because <laughs> she was there. Oh, the video okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but it all turned out okay in the end. Yeah. Oh, yes. Right? Yes. Yes, exactly. So you look at the process. <laughs> mm-hmm. The process is what it was. That's right. <laughs> and the good news 
is that that um, young mother was able to keep her child and she remembers so much about her music therapy experience um, with me that years and years and years later, 10 plus years later, we reconnected. And she is very gainfully employed um, and doing very well, has more children, remembering how cathartic and transformational her time with music therapy was at that very transitional stage in her life. Yeah, it had to be a very powerful experience, especially with the music from Love's Lullaby. Yeah. So beautiful. Yeah, so for listeners, yeah, so for listeners, I want you to test yourself. Go to the Music for Life blog and click play on the YouTube link to Love Lullaby and test yourself. See if it puts you into a sad place because if it does, that means then that you've got some sadness to um, uproot, to release, so that you might feel better during the holiday season. And, of course, we also always recommend a music medicine pill, which is that mood sequence formula of moving from a sad state into a more peaceful state, choosing purposefully music that would be more at peace, and then moving mm-hmm. yet into another state. In fact, you've got a couple selections here that actually might just do the trick with that. I know that <laughs> um, you suggested Thank You with Celine Dion. And yes. what was the reason for that choice, Sunny? I liked it because it expressed that uh, it's thanking you for everything that I am because you appreciated me, because you weren't judging me, you simply understood me, and when I was going through something, you were supportive and you were there. I just That's what that song is about. Thank you for being there and for loving me just as I am and appreciating me and supporting me, which is what we all want in our in our closest relationships. Yes, and so that would actually be a, a possible piece to consider playing after Love's Lullaby. If Love's Lullaby is indeed a sad piece mm-hmm. for someone. And then moving to the next piece that you chose by Ava, which is, Thank you for the music. And it's one of their lesser-known songs. Um, And so how do you connect with that song? Well, because of my love of music since I was five years old. I don't know what the world would be like without music in it. It's a universal language. It, It can open us up to our feelings, and some of them can be sad, and some of them can be joyful, and it, it's every spectrum of of our you know our feelings chart, so to speak. And when you're hearing happy music, you just can't help but start tapping your feet and wanting to get up and dance, or maybe sing along. And it it can very much put you in a joyful mood, so or a, cel- a celebratory mood. So I think music is wonderful, and it's a, it's something that can be heard all over the world, and everybody can enjoy it. Yeah. So that, thinking about the sequence then, so Music Medicine Pill honors those three different energies of having unsettled moods and soothing moods and happily energizing moods. And when you can find three pieces of music 
that move from one section to the next, one category to the next, it's possible to reduce uh, emotional tension. And so thank you for the music could be in that energizing category to complete your music medicine pill if you're finding that Love's Lullaby is indeed a sad song. Otherwise, Love's Lullaby could just stand on its own and just make you feel good. Yes. Yeah. So we, I, I we think of Love's Lullaby as something um, so sweet and so soft and precious. The The... A lullaby that's meant for to you know put a baby to sleep and and so that's what I think of it as 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 something uh, very almost ethereal when I you know angelic and yes it can promote an uncomfortable feeling if you've got some unfinished business around what I would call inner child work that there's a child that maybe have ex- the child in each of us that may have experienced uh some uh unsettling experiences in their childhood that they've not dealt with yet and sometimes this can bring it up and in a way it's good because it lets you know this is something that you need to work on right and so i know that that is probably something that you work on with your clients in your practice? Mm-hmm. Um, not so much the music. I try to send them your way <laughs> for that. <laughs> but I do talk but, about the value of music. And now that I have my my iPad, I can do more in my office. <laughs> right. But I'm thinking more about if someone's discovering that they might need a psychotherapist to work on inner child issues. Mm-hmm. That oh, I do inner child work, yes. Right, so that co-treatment yeah. could happen it's because powerful. we both co-treat with others. Yeah, so it's very possible mm-hmm. that someone could come to me for uh, music therapy, which might include a customized music medicine CD, which is a, we call it a music medicine pill, um, mm-hmm. where it could assist you in your psychotherapy in working with inner child issues with them. So there's that option. You can contact Sunny um, through the link that is on our Music for Life blog um, and also here on this webpage as well at Blog Talk Radio. So, Sunny, we were also talking about um, gratitude and just, you know, what happens when people... Start using gratitude differently, and what surprised me in a search that I did was having the word manipulation come up and looking at what what is the difference between gratitude and manipulation. Well, the way I see it, gratitude is something that is given with no hidden agenda. It's just a a natural feeling to want to express a feeling of sincerity and thankfulness for something that was done or showing appreciation. Manipulation is when often things are said, but it's not honest and and truthful. It's 
done with a hidden agenda to get something that one might want uh, without the other knowing it. So, uh, to to me, the that's the difference is that there's usually you're not doing it with honesty. Uh, I'm trying to remember what um, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer said. Oh, he said, if you want to know whether you're doing this with an honest, open heart or whether you're doing this uh, manipulatively, is to ask yourself, what is the intention of what I plan to say or do? And that will give you your answer. Yeah, and it's really requiring that you're able to uh, connect with yourself (laughs) and to... Um, be mm-hmm. able to identify that. I know that for myself. Um, I think for a while, for a while early on in my life, um, I learned from my father that uh, you try. It's not coercion, but uh, you may not tell exactly everything that you're intending for someone to do. You kind of tell them a little bit at a time and lead them on until they realize that they're all doing all of this stuff. <laughs> oh, um, okay. Which, which may not have been what they would have initially have agreed to. <laughs> uh-huh. And, um, yeah, it's like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> and so when, you know, you learn from your parents by osmosis. <laughs> yes, so I found absolutely. Myself, We're like little dry sponges. yeah. So I found myself in some situations where I realized that I was doing that. And then, of course, you're having to do work to figure out, oh, where did that come from? And why? how did I learn that? And how do I unlearn it? And how do I stop doing mm-hmm. it? Because I don't want to do that anymore. And so right. it's really becoming more self-aware of are, are we even practicing having a hidden agenda or is it something that is totally unconscious? So what might be some clues? Maybe feedback from others? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and not being afraid to ask for feedback from people that you trust, that you know have your best interests at heart, and that uh, you you trust uh, what they're telling you. So, yeah, that's one way. Uh, another way is, I don't know. I've been a person that it's always been easy for me to look at my own actions first and to see what part I might have played in something in order to determine if there's anything here that I need to be taking a look at in myself before I start taking a look at others. Uh, and I, I've I'm gotten pretty good over the years to being able to pick up on listening to my self-talk. <laughs> that helps a lot as to where I'm at uh, of, oops, I made a mistake there, or, gee, um, I could have done it this way instead. You know, so I, 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 try, to, I try to be hmm, in a space where I can be reflective. And I... I don't find that threatening to be reflective on taking a look at myself where I realize some people are very afraid to take a look at themselves 
and kind of have the feeling of, gee, if the world could just get its act together, I could be happy. So they're not taking any responsibility at all in how something might not be playing out very well. Yeah, yeah. So this going going internally and really um, finding out, you know, what is the difference for you between gratitude and manipulation and at which spectrum are you, you know, with with doing this? Are you, is there a hidden agenda for the reason that you're expressing gratitude or are you just, just truly in that grateful mindset with any expectations about receiving anything more? And then it's looking at the next topic, Sunny, about how manipulation can actually prevent you from receiving more with less effort. And I know you've got um, some guidelines about how that works. Well, uh, my guidelines or my thoughts on that, Judith, is that uh, I I just uh, believe in the energy and the law of attraction and that manipulation is not of the same energy as gratitude. And if I am coming from a loving, compassionate, feeling, open heart that says, I really appreciate you or I appreciate what's happened to me, you feel a a joyfulness in your heart. But with manipulation, you you don't really feel that because you're working at something to make to get it to happen where the other it's just a gift that you're giving to someone uh through just speaking the words of I so appreciate you or thank you for what you've done for me and you you have a good feeling about that so mm-hmm. if you're working from a mode of manipulation then Chances are um, that energy, the level that it's on, which is not as high as the level of of gratitude, um, you're going to get more of what you put out. That idea of what you put out is what you get back. So to me, when you're coming from a loving heart and you're wanting to share love and compassion and gratitude, then you're going to get more of that back. It's just the way the law works. <laughs> I know. That <laughs> might be a funny word to some people about the law, you know, if you're thinking of legalities and police and, you know, yeah, all of that. Yeah, I, I know. I know. Uh, I, I almost, guess I could use almost, a different word, but it's just the idea <laughs> of that there are laws out there that, that work and in the universe, so to speak. And so understanding that if you put out good, chances are you're, more good will come your way uh, rather than yeah. always seeing everything in a negative uh, state. Right. And, you know, there's. Uh, I think people might be familiar with the phrase the law of attraction. You know, mm-hmm. that what you put out there is what you get back. And it kind of flows into this next gratitude guideline of how genuine giving always returns more to you than you could ever imagine. So when you give without thought of how it's going to come back to you, you're just giving because you love to do that, 
um, then it puts into motion that law that you're talking about, I think, that law of attraction that what you put out there is what mm-hmm. you will reap. Right. It's like you, you becoming what you want to attract into your life. So it's like you you are you become the magnet, but it isn't like you're doing that for a form of manipulation. You're just being yourself and you're just putting out there in the world the very things that you would want for yourself. And it comes back naturally and you're not looking for it necessarily in any form. You just know that it'll it'll be there. And uh-huh. uh, that's the beauty of it, is that it can show up in many different ways that we didn't re- uh, realize. And yes. sometimes yes. I have had something happen and I go, oh, wow, isn't that beautiful? And, and I've just had this some intuitive feeling that that had some connection with something, uh, you know, a few days before or a year before or whatever, but then I'm just in a state of blessing of thank you, Father, for uh, for this wonderful thing that's come into my life. I'm feeling so blessed. I'm feeling joyful, and 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 it's just a, a beautiful process that you just trust that it will unfold naturally and beautifully. And that's not to say you know, that I- things don't come along that we didn't expect, but. You know, I was talking to somebody the other day about even being in gratitude for things that come into our lives that become challenges. Because it's almost like, uh, from a spiritual point of view or, you know, from um, the universe, that these things are coming to us so that we can work on them, so that we can move forward. And we're not going to work on them if they aren't there for us, right? That's the way they showed up for me. They're right in my face. Like, I'm not going away until you work on me. And when I would work on them, then it was like they were gone, they didn't come back, and I could move forward. What a blessing that was, even though most people yeah. wouldn't see it that way. You know, I had somebody refer to challenges like that as a pop quiz. You're beginning. You're being given a pop quiz to see how you deal with this situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, okay, so just think of it as minimized like that, that it's just a pop quiz, how you're going to reflect on it, how you're going to deal with it, how you're going to flow through it, around it, under it, over it, however that looks, to continue being in that state of of gratitude. As we have just a couple minutes left here, Sunny, is there anything that you would like to... um, leave and impress on this world before you leave it? Any thoughts about how you would want to impress this world before you leave it? Well, I, I when I think of the word impress, uh, I think of it more of, is there anything that I want to share with the world before I leave that I feel has been important to me that would be worth sharing with others. And here's here's what I here's what I want to share. I want everybody to know we all want happiness, but happiness cannot be fa- it can't be traveled to, it can't be owned, earned, it can't be worn or consumed. 
Happiness is the spiritual experience of living every minute with love, grace, and gratitude. And that comes by... Yes, thank you so much for your wise words. We are coming to the end of our show. Thank you so much for sharing your experience of gratitude, Sunny. You've been listening to Music for Life with Judith Pinkerton, where we practice healing mind, body, and spirit. Till we meet again, notice that you practice healing your mind, body, and spirit with the power of music in your life now.